Hello again, everybody. This is the Common Sense American. And yes, I'm here to tell you that common sense still does exist, even if it's on its deathbed in America and other parts of the world. And uh, this week, we're going to talk a little bit about the psychology of the Delta variant and this new surge and coronavirus and how people are responding just a little more in depth. Uh, last week, I, I took a broader view as to what is really ailing this country and, in fact, the world, which is the Democrat ideology down through the decades that uh, the it's okay plague where we have slipped so far and things like discipline and, and self-improvement and accountability and responsibility and dedication, work ethic, all of this has slid so far that we don't even have any real comparison to our ancestors anymore and how they built this country compared to how people operate on a daily basis now. Um, but, you know, and obviously there are other things in the news right now, but once again, the biggest issue is uh, the, this rising Delta variant and people, uh, the reactions to it, the government's reaction to it, state and local government reactions. Um, and the, the week prior to last week, a couple weeks ago, I had said, look, you know, the fear porn is back um, and that we really need to understand where we're at with this and that we, you know, the situation's only going to get worse because people maybe are allowing it to get worse and are willing to bend the knee and uh, simply just do what they're told, as they did the first time. I'm going to backtrack on that a little bit this week. And let me explain why. These are actually some encouraging signs that I'm seeing. Um, let, let me say this. When I get up in the morning and I, I go to work, I work from home. Um, I'm a writer and editor, as some of you know, and I, I work for a company that um, basically establishes uh, news content and sends it out across social media and, and email and things like that. Um, so, of course, I'm, I see the news every morning. I have several apps for that. And I have noticed an absolute explosion of a certain type of headline that, of course, we were seeing at the start of the pandemic and continue to see. They trundle these out every once in a while. And I had done an entire podcast about how journalists are uh, essentially dealing with this pandemic and how they craft it and show it to you in a way that enhances the fear and shows you uh, not reality, but something that allows your brain to take a backseat to emotion. And I am seeing those headlines. I see six, seven, eight just start firing off on my phone from various sources. And they're worded more aggressively. And they're even more uh, extreme in how they're packaging their fear porn than they ever were before. You know, a 15-year-old who was going to get the vaccine a day before is now on a ventilator. Or, you know, perfectly healthy 23-year-old collapses and, uh, you know, was previously seen on social media railing against vaccines and it would have saved his life and every single headline is crafted to make you believe that if you don't have a vaccine you're going to die and you know before and before there were vaccines it was if you don't wear a face mask uh, if you don't social distance if you leave your house you're going to die now in both cases the mortality rate in no way uh supports the headline and in no way reflects reality um the delta variant is 
far less deadly than the original strain, as we are seeing in terms of the percentage of people who are infected versus the percentage of people who are dying. And it was low before. It was less than 1% with the original strain, and it's well below that with the Delta variant. And they will, you know, it's somewhere in the fine print, or it's way low, you know, several thousand words below in the article, where it will admit that uh, the Delta variant uh, is not particularly deadly, and the mortality rate is not particularly high, and that is really not what we should be worried about. We should be worried about the fact that it appears to be more contagious, that supposedly, even though, again, rare, vaccinated people can spread it, um, they're, they're not focusing on the, the main crux of the issue, which is that this thing is not deadly. It's less deadly than the original strain, as most strains are, but they don't want you to know that, and they're really desperately pushing the vaccine as hard as they can, harder than I've ever seen. And in addition to these headlines, the commercials on television are starting to become just downright frightening. It's, I think on one one or two channels, it's like every third or fourth commercial I was seeing was some doctor standing up there and telling you that it's your right or your duty to get vaccinated. And that if you don't, you're risking lives, you're risking your own life. And you know, again, it's it's not a, this isn't doubling down. This is tripling down. This is just an outright, full fledged assault on the public to get you to take vaccines. This is beyond uh, bribing you or giving you an incentive to take. You know, to like they did in the past. Some Democrat governors were doing that, giving people a vaccine. Now you're they're of course going the next step. What did Cuomo just say? Something about. Um, you know, we need to get people into a car or a bus or something, you know, forcefully, essentially, and bring them somewhere and get them jabbed. Um, and he's not the only one that's basically hinting at that. Um, the They're going farther down that path. As I and many others predicted, I told you that this is what was going to happen. I told you that if this came back in any way, that they were going to make this worse, that they were going to, uh, Big Brother was going to step up. And they were going to push even harder than they did before. And you're seeing that with the recent headline that said that, uh, I think it was the DOJ, said it's legal to force you to get a vaccine. Um, it is not against your constitutional rights because it's a, a quote, emergency situation, which uh, governors have been abusing for the past year. Emergency powers being expanded well beyond the law says. They have been breaking those laws from the beginning of this pandemic. And I mean not breaking the laws because it's an emergency situation, which is okay. I mean even breaking the emergency protocol laws. And the reason those were in place is to stop this from happening, to stop them from um, enacting a, a totalitarian environment, which is what they're pushing now. However, all this being said, the push, the notifications on my phone, the constant commercials, the endless endless propaganda that is behind these vaccines. There is a flip side to that coin. They wouldn't be doing this if they weren't seeing more and more people resisting. This is a reaction. They were going to do part of this anyway with the surge, but this is but they wouldn't have to do it so heavily if more people were so easily falling in line. This is a reaction. This is standard um, advertising uh, and, and reporting reaction to get you to go in a certain direction because not enough people are going in that direction. You know, I had said and we were all worried that when this, you know, came down again, everyone would just 
you know, bow their neck to the lash and take it and say, yep, we did it once before, we'll do it again, makes it even easier, we've got our masks. I told everybody not to throw away their masks. I said it, look back on my podcasts. it was several months ago, earlier this year, I said, don't you throw them away, because there's no way that they're going to go away forever. Not only is it a symbol that they are going to use to their advantage, but there's no way that this is going away forever. This is not how this works. The idea that the vaccine is going to eradicate this is wrong. The idea that it's going to last forever, like you get a, a vaccination for, say, mumps or measles when you're a child and you don't have to worry about it again, that is wrong. Until they create something like that, which we do not have, this will stick around forever. And they're going to keep having it hang around because we're not allowing it to just go through the natural process uh, yes, unfortunately, people are going to get it, and some are going to die, and that's the way it has to be. We have to get this through the system, so to speak. We have to get it out of our systems. We can't constantly locking people down, putting people behind masks, making their immune systems less proficient, less able to battle things is not the answer to this. And at the same time, constantly forgetting that... The main issue here has always been that it exposed our ill health, physical health of this country, especially that we really can't handle these kinds of things. Even uh, diseases that aren't killers become killers because we're in such poor condition and no one's talking about that either. Rather than talking about everyone getting jabs, which is essentially a band-aid, we should be talking about people trying to get back into condition because they're killing themselves, they're killing everybody else, and they're allowing that th this uh, propaganda to gain more steam. But people are not bowing their heads. As we're seeing, people are much less inclined to sit back home and put on the mask again. Of course, the libs will always do it. They'll do exactly what they're told. They're good little sheep. You know, they, they don't care. If the CDC says something, it's written in stone. It's, you know, the fact that you can go back and examine the history of the CDC or the, or the history of the FDA or all these supposedly omniscient organizations that, uh, yes, they're supposed to be looking out for the public health. But if you go back, you, you would not believe the mistakes they've made, the fact that they never acknowledge them as mistakes. And now it, every single word that they say like comes down on high from on high as, as law of the land and absolute 100% a priori truth. This, there's no historical basis to accept what they say as 100% truth, given the history of these organizations, given the history of our drugs in this country and how badly they have come down. Uh, for example, it'll, it'll be something that they think is great, works great, and then a year later finds out it's absolutely atrocious. It's either highly addictive or it does terrible things to you or both. And of course, right at the outset, they said it was perfectly fine and you should take it. And that's exactly what they're doing now. This is still an experimental vaccine. And you have people standing up in front of you telling you that there's nothing wrong with it, that you never have to worry about it, that it will defend against uh, COVID, that you absolutely need to do it. Except they're not counting on the fact that we just went through a year of this and despite the uh, the far left libs who are just jump at their own shadow and are terrified of everything even before COVID hit and are incapable of even living their own lives without being told what to do uh, or incapable of doing their own research either. Far too lazy for that. Um, but I think we're seeing a whole lot of people, even those who are, especially those who are sort of on the fence before about this whole thing. Now like, oh, no. No, I am not putting my mask back on. You are not locking this down again, especially business owners. So look, you almost put it, the ones who are left standing, you know, let's face it, a whole lot went down last year. And the ones who survived it, 
are saying you can't do this to us again. The entire U.S. economy is saying you can't do this to us again. What would happen? You have to roll out another set of trillion dollar spending packages, which we have not felt the full impacts of yet. And that is coming down. We're seeing it in inflation. That idiot Biden said we shouldn't have to worry about it. You know, if you're going to say things like that, Joe, at least at, at least have the integrity to say it's a prediction or that you hope that this is the situation things are going, rather than making it a statement of fact that there won't be any inflation, we don't have to worry about it, when every single statistics from the market that we see shows the precise opposite. We can read, Joe, believe it or not. I know you don't want us to. I know your entire administration wants a very cowed and uncurious populace that will not check on these things for themselves. But it isn't hard to find. And what we're seeing is the impact of these trillion dollar spending packages hitting now. You can't do it again. You can't shut them down again. You can't put people behind masks again. You can't limit travel again. You can't cripple tourism. You can't do this without having even more drastic consequences. And people who are actually in the know are noticing this and saying, you can't. No, not for, especially not for something that has such a low mortality rate that is insanely low, you can't do this again. And this uh, campaign, the likes of which we have never seen, which is so aggressive, it's only aggressive, not because of the virus, but because more and more people are resisting it and there isn't much they can do about it. Which is also why you're hearing talk about laws, which is why you're talk hearing talk about the iron fist coming down, because people aren't falling in line this time as easily. So the next logical step for a totalitarian, authoritarian, anti-rights government, which is what we have, is to force you to do it and say you're not going to, you can't do it. And then they'll do it under the guise of, oh no, you still have your freedoms, don't exaggerate. Yeah, that's what it'll be like. You don't have to get the vaccine, but if you don't... You can't travel, you can't have a job, you can't get your license renewed. They'll, they'll make it so it sounds like you don't on the surface, but you, you can't do anything. You leave your house, you want to go anywhere, you have to have the vaccine. And that is where they're headed with this. And they're desperately trying to tweak the laws that they have or make new laws to make this a fact and make this come down. And only for the sake of control and only for the sake of an agenda that again, there's no reflection on reality at all. It used to be that they'd at least have some rising case of, you know, they'll show you a number of, you know, the, the number of cases, number of deaths worldwide. They're not showing you that now because it doesn't reflect well on, on their agenda. Yes, there are more cases, but the percentage of deaths are very low, which they don't tell you about. All they'll do is add this to the previous number, you know, the total number of COVID and 10 trillion or whatever and make you terrified. They're not going to tell you the total number of new cases versus the number of cases in the past year. They're not going to give you that mortality rate. You really have to dig for it. They're not going to bother telling you that, oh yes, healthy people are still far better off and they're really not telling you anything about the millions like myself who have already had this disease. They are pretending, as I've complained about before, that we don't exist or that it doesn't matter that we do and that we still need to be vaccinated, where it is, we're seeing more and more medical evidence that natural antibodies are vastly superior against this thing and against the variants, longer lasting and stronger. 
I said that from the beginning. I said you're going to see that as time goes on because that is a medical history fact that this happens a lot with things like this. And we're seeing it again, and they're not saying anything. And the reason they're not saying anything is because they know how many millions of people have had this disease. They know how many millions of people are already immune to these, to, these, uh, to these antibodies and are far less likely to get it. Or if they do get it, it will be much less severe the next time around. Another medical truism for many of these types of diseases. And there will always be outliers. There will always be somebody healthy who succumbs. There will always be somebody who gets it uh, in the second time. It's going to be worse. There's always going to be those. We cannot focus on those. They focus on those to spread the fear and in order to create these emotionally driven headlines to keep you afraid. The truth of the matter is always found in the raw data itself. And it in no way backs up what they're, what they're claiming. And I think a lot more people are seeing that. It's a combination of having access to more data and people more willing to dive in and say, wait a minute, is what they're showing me really true? Because it doesn't seem that way to me. And a reaction to, I'm not doing this again. And I'm not doing this again so quickly after the first one. The problem with all of this is that there will always be variants and mutations. There could be a COVID-20, 20, 21, 22. And what are you going to do? We know these vaccines don't last very long. We're seeing evidence of that as well. You're going to force people to get jabbed twice every six months or they can't do anything? That doesn't work. You're going to have to let people go about their lives and let this thing run its course. People, the, the amount of people who have already built up an immunity to this is already close to herd immunity without the vaccinations. Worldwide, it absolutely is. You toss in the number of people who are, uh, have been vaccinated. I mean, in a lot of blue states, it's 80, 90 percent now. And even in the states, it's only 40 or 50 percent. You have a lot of people who are immune to this. This is why the total number of cases and the total number of deaths is nowhere near what it was. It's still equaling about where it was in the lowest stages of the pandemic, with a, a few exceptions in certain very particular small parts of the country. That's the other thing they usually don't tell you. You know, they leave that for the end of the article and say, well, this is it's surging terribly. And it's usually a particular portion of a state that uh, was never really heavily vaccinated, never really wore masks too much, you know, and so is probably a little more exposed. But that's not the, that's certainly not reality in all of the country and certainly not reality in other countries. In, in terms of the efficacy of the vaccine, in terms of the effectiveness of masks, uh, all I can say about this is I got COVID, my whole family got COVID and we all wore masks religiously. Um, always when we went out, always, we did all that. I live in a state where you had to. Um, and, you know, we saw surges, sudden surges in this disease infections last year after most of the country had been masked up, again, religiously for seven, eight, nine months. And before, they like to blame this on, you know, holiday gatherings on that, but this, those surges were happening before the holidays came around. Which means that after four, five, six months of wearing masks, everybody wearing masks, businesses being shut down, people staying home, it's still spiked in all parts of the country. So you cannot tell me that there is, you know, foolproof evidence that says masks are going to stop this. Not really even a lot of evidence that says they're effective at all. 
As for the effectiveness of the vaccine, uh, it, these numbers do show that the vaccine is effective in warding this off because the places that are getting surges are less vaccinated. They're not bothering to talk about how long this lasts. The fact that people who break through infections happen uh, with vaccinated people. Never, almost never will you hear of a case of somebody who got this thing, fought it off with a natural immune and built up natural antibodies and then got it again. That's extremely rare. It's far more common. Far more common. Uh, I'd say, I bet 99% of all breakthrough infections are people who got the vaccine and then got the disease. So it's absolutely clear to me and clear, I think, increasingly to more people that it's A, not a deadly disease. B, getting it and beating it is vastly superior and vastly preferable to getting this vaccine, especially considering you're going to have to keep getting it in order for it to, be re in order for it to work. Um, yes, that means people are going to have to get sick. Yes, it does. I had it. It's weird. Uh, not, nobody in my family had to be hospitalized. In fact, the vast majority of people don't have to be hospitalized. The vast majority of people with Delta don't have to be hospitalized. This is, this is insane. This is not the Spanish flu. This is not the biblical plague. This is not the bubonic plague. We're just going to have to get it and beat it. And we're going to have to get it through our heads that the reason why this hit us so hard in the first place is because we are such, we're in such poor condition physically. And that should be the focus moving forward. Get this out of our system. Let it go. Let it circulate. Get it out. Stop locking people down. Stop infringing on their rights. And stop obscuring all the facts so you can present a certain agenda. Give us all the facts. See, when you don't, it doesn't matter because it's all out there. You see, and when people go and find it for themselves and find that the statistics do not reflect what you are issuing as edicts, they start to get pissed off because they go, well, so basically you're acting on uh, stats and data that to me don't make any sense in relation to your recommendations and warnings and guidance because they don't. And we have evidence in the past that your previous steps to... Uh, to deal with this didn't work very well. The lockdowns and the masks and the social distancing really didn't do much. What would have happened if we had done nothing and gone all about your business? Would the same people have gotten it and, and passed away because they were not in good condition? Probably. Would, the, would more people have gotten it? Yes. Would the, would the mortality rate been even lower? Yes. Because the, the more susceptible people were going to get it and perish anyway, while the least susceptible people, they'd get it, but they'd all come through. And we would have been over this. This would have been done a year ago. But we're allowing this to hang around. We're allowing this to hang on. And we're doing this under the guise of, quote, compassion and love, another thing that I railed about a couple weeks ago. And it's just not working. We have to accept what reality is and where we need to move forward from here. And I'm telling you, there are encouraging signs of people going, we're done with this. We don't trust this anymore. That is why you're seeing this massively aggressive campaign. It wouldn't be this aggressive if a lot of people, a lot of people, weren't saying, you know, to hell with you, because we've done this. We did it your way. And look what happened. On top of which, this is different. And you're telling us the same thing as, as before. And I'm smart enough now to go and look and just double check your math a little bit. Before, everyone was so terrified. I think a lot of people just kind of took what they said for granted. said, okay, the experts are telling me this. I'm not going to, who am I to say anything against it? You have, we have the internet. You have a way of going online. You have to be selective. You have to, don't get taken in by a lot of, it's many right-wing sites that are presenting 
questionable statistics and things that cannot be verified. Be wary of that, but you are allowed to do your own research. Yes, you are. And those people are starting to go, uh, we're done with this and we don't trust you anymore. And that is why this aggressive campaigning is happening. And I'm, I'm really hoping it doesn't work. Anyway, that's it for me this week. Uh, once again, uh, use some common sense, use your brain, you know, and, and things will be better. And I think we're seeing a little bit of that, a little bit of a resurgence of intelligence and common sense, at least in this respect. And uh, again, I encourage you to listen to more of my podcasts. It's all free. I don't do any ads. I don't do any explicit content. And uh, again, thank you for listening, and I'll see you again next week. Thank you.